On today's episode of the Ringer Fantasy Football Show, we preview the divisional round of the NFL playoffs with our special daily fantasy contest, including Devontae Adams against Jalen Ramsey, the Ravens rushing against the Bills, and how the Browns will take on Patrick Mahomes. They probably won't do very well. We also do more trivia tiebreakers or uh, showdown time. And spoiler alert, somebody gets absolutely screwed. Stick around. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz, and I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Horlbeck. And my, this is the Ringer Fantasy Football Show, but fantasy isn't really a thing in the playoffs so much. So we're going to make this a game. We're doing Fantasy Showdown. We probably need a better name for this, but we'll get there. False. I don't think we do. It's perfect. It's, it's endearing. It's endearingly stupid. <laughs> fantasy Showdown. We're going to go game by game, and we're going to give our thoughts on who we like in each game for the divisional round of the playoffs. But we have made three separate Daily Fantasy lineups for this week, and we're competing. We're keeping track of all of our points for each round through the playoffs, for all four rounds through the Super Bowl. We're going to keep track of who wins and whoever wins. It's not really about who wins, it's about who loses and punishing them. Stakes are to be determined. We will discuss that at the end of the episode. <laughs> but there is one catch, and the catch is that we cannot use the same players in our lineups. If we use mm. the same players, you will hear... This sound. We will then go to trivia for the showdown time or whatever we're calling it. <laughs> and the showdown winner of the time. trivia question, whoever gets the trivia question right or closer to the right answer, gets the player in question. And the loser has to pick a player of lesser value from the same game. So, for instance, like Heifetz last week lost a showdown, lost the ability to have Derrick Henry. Ended up going with J.K. Dobbins, who I think outscored Derrick Henry. So it did work out for you. Oh, he did. Heifetz really screwed me last week. We we had showdowns <laughs> in which I won Derrick Henry, got screwed, and then another showdown where I lost Michael Thomas, who, of course, had a great game. <laughs> yeah, it's all, you know, it's, that's this skill. Is good. Sorry, Craig, just be better at fantasy football. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Thank you to everyone who sent in trivia. We got some unbelievable questions. Thank, yes, if you want, thank you. If you have trivia questions, ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com. It was just awesome. Thank you for all those. I think that email's in the episode description. With that said, last week, DK's in first. DK's team, he had 129 Ooh. points. He's in first. Hell yeah. I'm in second. I had 102, which honestly, I will take it after I was stuck with the Titans. D I lost four players or whatever it was. I'll, I'll take it. And Craig, pulling up the rear there, bud. 89.9 <laughs> points. I got a 40-point lead on Craig. <laughs> I'm loving this. Oh, you did math live on air, DK. Look at you. Ish, ish. I have three players score zero. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the guys who played were fantastic. Eggs, Ben. 
I had Njoku, who I think had one catch, so that didn't go great. In my defense, I think somebody, I think, uh, didn't Corey Davis get hurt in the beginning of the game? Yes. No, he just retired. Yeah. Oh, he retired. All he right. retired mid I might retire midway through. If I lose two trivia questions in a row, I'm going to retire mid-pod. <laughs> I would make, maybe make it three. Three? Okay. You're right. Two is pretty two, likely. Two is like super possible. <laughs> okay. Downright likely. Okay. Let's, let's just dive into this. Yeah. Divisional round. Divisional round, baby. Only two games each day. Two games Saturday, two games Sunday. A bit more uh, manageable. Yeah, last week was fun. It was a little chaotic, though. This is more... Say, like, it was this. too much. Did you, I thought it was too much, too, man. Like, I too loved, much. It was way too much. I love football. It was like a freaking marathon, man. I, I hit a wall sometime like early Sunday. I was like, this is a lot. This is way <laughs> too long of like watching football. Yeah, I tapped out for Saints, Bears. I was like, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people did. The Nickelodeon was like a visual caffeine, which I think was very important to me making it through the day. <laughs> oh, so yeah, DK, in the NFL Slack at the Ringer, DK posted this like article or this photo that, that the Washington football team posted, and it was of Taylor Heineke, but he was really mini, <laughs> and he was diving into the end zone. Yeah. And the football team's Twitter said, you know what the problem is? You got it set to M for mini. And DK said, what is this? That's a SpongeBob reference of the, the Wumbo episode. Uh, High Fitz, you know what I'm talking about. Patrick has the Wumbo. You have the, the, the special belt. Is it a Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy's belt? Is yeah. that what it is? It's the Wumbo. It's all about the Wumbo. That's why you that's why your team lost. M is you didn't mini, have Wumbo. But if you turn it upside down and you get the W, you go to Wumbo. That's why your team lost. You didn't have Wumbo. <laughs> yes. You gotta have, you gotta be set on Wumbo. It's all about the Whoever's Wumbo. set on Wumbo today will win. I would have gotten it if it was a save by the bell reference or potentially hey dude. By the way, what was your what's your favorite Nickelodeon show of all time? SpongeBob. Okay, besides Dude, I, SpongeBob. Fairly Odd Parents was erased from the culture for some reason, and I just love that show. Although Hey Arnold is number one. one for me, and then Rugrats because they did the Passover episode, which was unreal. I really liked Rocket Power. Ro oh my god, Rocket Power was the best. Rocket Power was sick. Boogie boogie. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on before DK realizes sick. how old he is. All right, Rams Packers is the first game on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's go one team at a time here. Just the Packers offense. Do you guys have players on the Packers in this game? Okay, so I'm going with Robert Tunyon of the Packers this week. Is that way? Let's just list all the players first, and we'll come back. Yeah, do list you, them first. Who do you, do you, is Tunyon the only Packer you have? Tunyon is my only Packer. Yes. Craig, do you have any Packers? Yeah, I got Tunyon as well, oh, and wow. Aaron Jones. Aaron, hell yeah! Why am I not surprised? Showdown okay, time, baby. Showdown at the end of this. I actually don't. I do, but I do have the Rams defense, so I'm basically betting against both of you. But DK, why do you have Tunyon? Okay, so my rationale with going with Tunyon is multifold. Um, for starters, he's 2,300 less than Kelsey. And it kind of feels like they have a decently similar chance of scoring a touchdown this week. They both had 11 touchdowns this season, randomly. I know that Tunyon kind of had, he had like a three-touchdown game that sort of buoyed him a little bit, but still. Um, the other mm -hmm. thing I was going to say is Jalen Ramsey going to lock horns with Devontae Adams, which, by the way, is going to be like one of the greatest matchups of all time i cannot wait to watch this and hat tip to uh bill barnwell who looked this up and he talked about it on mina kimes show this is the first time they've ever matched up in the nfl jalen ramsey um the jags did play the packers when he was a rookie but it sounds like he played mostly in the slot so they didn't really they didn't really match up so this is a great matchup for jalen ramsey Devonta adams i could just see rogers having to like go to his other options a, a good amount in this game because ramsey is that good and so i think the guy he trusts the second most on his team is Tunyon. I, I was I listened to Ian Harditz's show on PFF's podcast network, and they were talking about this game. They're talking about Ramsey and Devontae, and it was interesting because they were like, one, they're like Ramsey will like DK said lock horns to Adams, but he's not going to shadow. They don't think he's going to shadow him one hundred percent. Yeah, 
Like Ramsey doesn't do that, but they did talk about a game a little bit ago when the Packers went up against Richard Sherman when he was really in his prime and Rodgers completely went away. Didn't throw it to yep. his side like once the entire game. Yep. I remember, remember this. Remember that game, DK? I do remember this. Yeah, it's like that's kind of one of the narratives, the fantasy narratives with Rodgers is like, he's not going to force it. If they're shutting down your guy, he'll just like distribute the ball to someone else who's open. Yeah, so it's going to be like a chess match. I mean, part of the reason I have Tunyon is for all the stuff that DK said. I have a I have a couple fun little nuggets here about Tunyon's 2020 season was actually insane. And this is also from <laughs> that podcast, which I recommend. DK was on it last week, Ian Hart's uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, They started tracking targets in 1992. Pre-SpongeBob. Robert Tunyon is the only player out of 3,639 players that has had more touchdowns than incompletions Holy in the season. shit. <laughs> what the f- That is crazy. He caught 52 catches on 59 targets, seven incompletions. He had 11 touchdowns. Oh, my That's God. That's like when the quarterback has more passing touchdowns than incompletions in a game. We need a word for that, like the foals or something. Yeah, but yeah. Right. For, the, for a receiver to do that the whole season is mind-boggling. That's amazing. He's a TD dart throw uh, in the tight end position, which, you know, is a, a wasteland every year. This... This week, I don't. It actually doesn't seem too bad. The tight ends aren't bad this week. I don't know. Maybe it's just these eight teams happen to have decent tight ends. But mm. I like Tunyon. If I don't want to spend the money on Kelsey, I think Tunyon's the best guy to to get a touchdown after that. I think that makes a lot of sense. One last thing to add on Tunyon. Good nickname, Big Bob. Big Bob. Big Tunyon. Bob. Yeah, I didn't know that was his nickname though. This is what I heard this week, and Big I like Bob. it. Well, I, I'll believe anything because he we all called him Robert Tanyan, and then it turned out we were everyone was pronouncing his name wrong. And the Packers, <laughs> it's easier to call like, him yeah, Big Bob. Wants, I think this is good. You mentioned Devontae Adams. I just want to throw out Devontae Adams had 18 receiving touchdowns this year. The Rams' defense allowed 17 receiving touchdowns this year. So, wow, it, it, this is just a crazy matchup. Between, I mean, the Packers are the highest scoring offense. The Rams are the allowed the fewest points on defense. This is just crazy. And also just shout out Robert Mays, our former colleague, wrote a great story on the Rams defense this season. And basically there's so many aspects to it that are crazy. One of which is, you know, all these offenses are doing pre-snap motion. The Rams are countering it on defense with post-snap motion. Like they're Mm -hmm. doing all this crazy Mm -hmm. running around after the snap to kind of render the pre-snap reads worthless so that the quarterbacks either throws out what they thought the play was or just is confused and does the wrong thing. But there's, it, it, as Craig said, it really is a chess match what's going on. And so much of it is about Aaron Donald on the Packers. Uh, what is it? Their left guard is named Patrick something. That guy's going to have a tough day. But this is a really cool matchup all around. <laughs> when you don't know his name and he's going against Aaron Donald, yeah, going to have a tough day. Yeah, it, it, it especially... I mean, the, the, the Packers <laughs> like, signed Jared Valdir, oh who God. was the left tackle for the Colts last week. And then he was on the practice squad, so somehow he got eliminated and the Packers were allowed to sign him. And then he tested positive for Corona, so they don't have a backup tackle at all. It just reminds me of uh, Austin Powers when he's like, look at you, you don't even have a name tag. You might as well just lay down. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> Just put you, your you, you don't understand a chance. <laughs> There's only two types of people I hate in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures. And the Dutch. And the Dutch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel like Jared what Goff was that might be voice, Do you guys have any Rams? <laughs> oh, wait, no. Hey, I got Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah, right. Aaron Jones. So you like Jones in this game, but you hate Devontae. Yeah, so the Rams basically sell out to stop the pass more than they do to stop the run. Um, they do not stack the box at all. The Rams are actually last in stacking the box at 21%. 
Um, so they're really committed to stop the pass. So mm. I think Aaron Jones will just have room to wiggle, and he's a great receiving back. The Rams also, there's not a lot of statistical categories where the Rams suffer on defense. The only area where they do is yards after the catch. So I, I think this could be a game where, where Aaron Jones racks up a lot of yards, and I, I'm not necessarily sure he could get a touchdown, but that has been his forte the past two years. So I kind of just like Aaron Jones. They lean on him a lot in the playoffs, much more than they do mm-hmm. in the regular season. Yeah. So I, I think he's a strong play. He's 7800 bucks. Okay, other side of the ball. Do you guys have any Rams? I do not. I don't either. I, I do. I have Robert Woods of the Rams. Hi, Fitz. It looks like you have one. Well, I have the Rams defense, which I guess I could mention in either part of these categories. I just had the Rams defense <laughs> for what I said. I'll break down Woods first. How about that? Great. I was waiting for waiting great waiting (laughs) (laughs) buffering I got the little rainbow wheel here (laughs) I can't talk unless he says sure um okay so I'm gonna go with letter Kenny (laughs) so let's see breaking him down the last time Woods had fewer than seven targets in a game it was mid-November so the dude is just number one very consistently getting targets which obviously you want He's been relatively quiet the last few weeks, but I just have this hunch that he's going to be like a big deal in this game. Cooper Cup is still day-to-day with a knee injury. He did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, I did not see yet. It's Thursday afternoon. I didn't see yet what he did today, but it's just one of those things where he could be touch and go. He could re-injure it. I just don't really know what to expect from Cup. So I think Woods has a chance of getting a ton of targets in this game. The other thing is, I am a little bit worried about like him matching up with Jair Alexander, who's a great corner. But I don't think, I think it's going to be kind of similar with the Jalen Ramsey thing where I don't think he'll necessarily trail him every single snap. You know, they line Woods up all over the formation. They run him out of the backfield, do jet sweeps, things like that. They're going to find ways to get him involved. I just like Woods. He's very versatile. I also really like his nickname, Bobby Trees. That's a great nickname. Big Bob and Bobby Trees, baby. Big Bob, Bobby Trees. Um, I'm just, yeah, I just like Woods. You like Big Bob, Bob, Bob nicknames. That's what you like. You just yes. want guys named Bob. <laughs> Bob and a whole team is Evidently, so I do, yeah. Two Bobs in a row. Okay. All right, Hyvitz, why do you like the Rams D? I just, I, look, it, it's a weird week for defense, and I went with it the is. Rams defense. I was between Rams and the Ravens, and I ultimately went with the Rams because, you know what? Is it stupid to bet against Aaron Rodgers? Probably. Is it stupid to be putting the defense against the offense that had the most points in the NFL? Maybe. But I also just love this Rams defense. It's the most <laughs> when you complicated. you put it that way. I know, but it's the but also the Rams allowed the fewest points. It's the most complicated defense. They have Aaron Rodgers. I think that the Rodgers has his worst games when the Rams when they can get pressured. I, I just like betting on Aaron Donald, and I'm not sure Jalen Ramsey is going to shut down Devontae. I do think they'll be one on one when they have when Devontae is the only receiver on his side of the field. But I just kind of like betting on talent. I like betting on scheme, and I just think that this Rams defense can have success against the Packers, even if it's hard. And there isn't a glaringly better option, to be honest, so I just kind of wanted to roll with the best one and see if it's a low-scoring game. This has, I think, the lowest over-under of any game this week, so it kind of comes down to that for me. Fair enough. It does. The over-under is 45 and a half. Yeah, so I was like, well, you know, when in doubt, if I can get the lowest over-under with the best defense, you know, screw it. Defensive player of the year. All right, we got to do a showdown here. You guys got a showdown over Big Bobby Tunyon. Showdown time. <laughs> we did get a few, we wait, we did get a few emails about some alternate names for this. I just want to read them off. One, the Rick and Morty quote I was searching for last week was show me what you got. <laughs> That's I didn't do pretty, that very well. I watched that clip. It's pretty hilarious. Someone also Jake su- suggested fantasy fight night and fantasy face off. We also got that from Aaron. I, the best one came from Will who said the Yu-Gi-Oh, it's time to to to, to duel. But I never did Yu-Gi-Oh! Did you guys ever do Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't know no. what that is. 
Oh, yeah, that Damn. answers that. I kind of think we should stick with <laughs> Fantasy Showdown because it's dumb, but it's our it's, dumb thing. Yes, it's. I agree. I like those <laughs> ideas, but it makes me laugh. I was listening to our pod the other day, and Craig's like <laughs> delivery is just it's on point. All right, well, Craig, <laughs> g- there you go. Give it, it. It's official then. Fantasy Showdown, Craig, give it to us. Showdown time. <laughs> okay. It's also he forgets what he's supposed to say. I know. Yes, for a second. All right. This is for Robert Tunyon. This is from Corey. What is the total number of SNL cast members ever? Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Can you give us a hint how many years it's been going? Like SNL's been around since 75. Oh, Craig just offers it up. I also think you guys got to say the number at the same time because I didn't like how last week it just came down to like whoever went first got screwed. That's a good point. I'm a big SNL guy here. I love SNL. Let me think here. Yeah, this is tough. Because like people stay around for a long yeah. time. Some cast members have 15 people. Some have like, the, the first cast had like seven. Okay, I, I got a general number in my head, I guess. Shit. Uh. <laughs> DK, what are you thinking here? I'm going to go ready, with, I, I, the, the number that came into my mind is like 1,200. Is that a okay, lot? Okay, I'm going to say. Is that too many or too little? I'm going to say like 120. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm because that'd be high, close, man. It's, it's like 156. <laughs> Dickie clearly does what? not watch what is, SNL. What is wrong with me? Oh, my God. Here's, okay. here's how I got there in my head. people? Here's how I got there in my head. I was like, so it's been like 40-something years, 45 years since it's been going. And I, I came up with the idea that there was 23 cast members per year. And then I just no, multiplied way too high. it. Oh, so that was complete. So the whole process was completely wrong. Everything about way too many people. Also, most cast members stay for two, three, four years. Botched it. Yeah, you had had to go like fifteen per year, and then but three year turnover. So it's basically fifteen plus three times thirty nine. Anyways, I don't don't know. I'm not used to losing these things. Now I have to find a new guy. Yeah, so now you have to do new guy from the same game. So you have to. You're taking Higby or Everett. Oh, okay. Actually, I I pre-planned this because I thought either of those options would be all right. Um. Let's go. I guess I'll take. I'll t- I guess I'll have to go with Higby. All right, you get Tyler Higby. Congratulations. Okay. All right. Ravens. Damn or it. Wait, wait. Who do you guys think is going to win? Packers or Rams? Make a pick. Packers. Packers. Yeah, this is kind of boring. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits. LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply. Okay, Ravens, Bills. First, let's just start with the Ravens on offense here. Who are the Ravens you have? DK. I got Marquise Brown. Shocking. I have Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins. (laughs) I also have Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins, and (laughs) I also have Mark Andrews. I love this game. Wow. So, and okay. so this is one of those funky games, Heifetz, where if we lose, whoever loses the showdown does not get Josh Allen because he is pricier. So we will have to get a worse quarterback in another game. Or No, wait, are we doing that? Or just the loser get a backup quarterback? Like has to like Robert Griffin? 
Well, <laughs> that's just absolutely atom bombing their team. But. I think the loser has to take Robert Griffin. I think that's how it works. Holy hell. Yeah, no, he can't leave. They only do that for defenses because there's no other option. Is that right? Are we yes. doing that, DK? What do you think? You guys have to plan ahead for this. This is I planned ahead for all this stuff. Like you have to plan losing. The loser, the loser has to Robert, take the or whoever quarterback or quarterback you want. Yeah, that's how it works. Has to be cheaper. Oh wow! This okay. Okay. Yeah, we established that. I love this game for the Ravens. I feel like the Bills' weakness on defense is their run defense, and I feel like I mean, remember two weeks ago when the Ravens ran for four hundred yards? Because I do. It was really hard to forget. Five hundred seven yards of offense and like four hundred plus rushing. And I also think the. Two things I remember from the Bills' defensive performance, or really the Colts' offense against the Bills last week, is that the Colts' tight ends crushed them against the Bills. I mean, my guy, Jack Doyle, the Colts' tight ends combined for like 14 catches, like 136 yards, a touchdown, yeah. a two-point conversion. And then, you know, believe it or not, the Bills allowed the, mo the most catches to tight ends on defense this year. And the only team that had mm -hmm. more receiving yards from tight ends against them was the Jets. The Bills can't guard tight ends. I don't know if Mark Andrews can catch the ball, I will admit. Dude, what is But he'll get deal? the chance. Yeah. So I like Andrews. I also like the running game because, you know, the, there's only like five players that had more than seven runs of 20 plus yards. And of those five, three of them are on the Ravens. Lamar, Gus Edwards, and J.K. Dobbins. So wow. it's an explosive running team. They so are, I just yeah. like the Ravens in this one. I like Lamar. Excited to fight over him. Another thing is that the Bills don't really get to the quarterback. Last week, they had zero sacks on Phil Rivers, and they only had one hit on him. And uh, Lamar's way better in clean pockets. Is, is Lamar faster than Phil Rivers? Uh, just slightly. I They did like a <laughs> at-home combine and compared, and <laughs> Phil ran like a 4-6. Trundle. But yeah, so like uh, like Hyphen said, everything kind of lines up for Lamar. And then, yeah, JK, he's their red zone guy. He's had a touchdown in like, I think, seven straight games. But... um the showdown will be interesting, but before we do that, huge. DK, you got you got who? I have Marquise Brown of the Ravens. Um, basically, you can't just, quit him. Just running it back. Yeah, I'm just like I can't. I really can't quit him. He has 38 percent target rate last week. The, the biggest thing to me is like he's still getting tons and tons of targets. He is very like hard to trust and, and a little bit sloppy at times, but at the end of the day, he's getting a lot of targets. He's been much more consistent scoring wise lately. Um, he has 10 plus points. FanDuel seven straight games he's averaged seven targets a game in that stretch it is a tough matchup actually with the Bills um, Tredavious White's really good and you guys talking about the tight end situation made me a little bit nervous about my choice now um, but <laughs> still just gonna I'm sticking with it also love the nickname Hollywood I think he gets to keep this nickname he's been so good over the last seven weeks he earned it he has been good he earned it so we're sticking with He's it. been good, but that's true. But also, it's true that DK and Marquise Brown have a toxic relationship. That's true. Very <laughs> tumultuous. Like, it's, it. just, it's, it's, it's odd to watch. It's like, yeah. it's, it's kind of like Craig and, well, Craig has many players. I mean, yeah, I, I acknowledge it. I acknowledge it. All right. Other side of the ball here, the Bills. I don't have any Bills. Actually, yeah, wait, yes, I do. I'm wrong. I have Cole Beasley. Do you guys have any of the Bills? I have John Brown. I have Devin Singletary. Hmm. I had Singletary and I actually changed him out for Dobbins because I was like, what Surprised am I doing with my life? Yeah. I don't care that Zach Moss got hurt. The Bills run. Devin Singletary's two touchdowns the whole year. Zach Moss had one touchdown the second half of the season. And I kind of looked at Singletary and I was like, uh, uh. also, like, what did the Ravens just do? Right. They just stifled Derrick Henry. And it's like, I mean, well, Devin Singletary and Derrick Henry are like this close. 
That's very true. But like, uh, so Devin Singletary gets 16 touches. I'm not necessarily sure they're going to be that great. I feel like the Bills are just going to air it out. Anyway, DK, talk about Devin yeah, Singletary. Talk, talk about <laughs> shadow God. over him. Ass like a turtle. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to say, here's, here's what I wrote down. Even though you guys just poo-pooed everything. Zach Moss is out. So obviously he's going to get the lion's share of the carries. There have been games where he gets like 80 to 90% of the snaps. I think he. I think that's going to stay the same. The Bills did add Devontae Freeman, but I. I think that's more of like an emergency option. The the Ravens were middling against running backs this year. They actually finished twentieth in points per game. Massive value in terms of he's the eleventh most expensive running back on the slate, even though he's going to get a ton of uh, volume or at least in theory. Yeah, that's the thing. He's so cheap. Yeah, and I also like his nickname, Motor. <laughs> What's his nickname? That's his nickname, Motor. Motor. Singletary. Motor. Who calls yeah. him Motor? His mom. Oh, everybody does. You get where have you guys been? <laughs> DK has <laughs> nicknames this week. What is going on? No, I mean it makes he's the best value probably of the week. It's hard to get right, excited yeah. about Devin Singletary, but he's basically being priced like Zach Moss did not get injured, so it's a little ridiculous. Craig, how did you take John Brown and I took Cole Beasley? So I took John Brown. John Brown had a goose egg last week. He really burned me. He had four targets, zero catches. However, I was confident none of you would pick him. And I imagine a lot of people in DFS lineups this week aren't going to pick him. It makes sense, right? Um, you know, I'm not going to let recency bias influence me too much. He ran the same amount of routes as Stefan Diggs. He played more snaps than any wide receivers. He's had 72 yards in his last three games, at least. Uh, one stat I saw is the, Ra the Ravens blitz a lot. Big blitzing team. John, All of John Brown's touchdowns this year have come against blitzes. I don't know. I, I think it's worth a shot. He's pretty cheap. And he's the second best receiver with Josh Allen. That's a good little nugget. John Brown running a lot of hot routes against blitzes. That's fun. I, I went with Beasley because I thought about Brown, but Beasley is just... Can I, can I do like the cliche thing? He's a gamer. The kid is. But like really, seven catches, 57 yards last week with the knee injury. Josh Allen post-game interview out of nowhere. It just says, I do want to give a shout out to Cole. Seven catches on his knee, getting through it. He's tough as nails. Tough enough to get in the salty spittoon. He didn't say that last part, but I, I am ad-libbing. He's tough enough to get in the salty spittoon. And Cole Beasley said he won't be as limited this week as he was last week. Apparently, he played through a lot of pain last week. If he's healthier, I mean, Cole Beasley just had the best game of his career. I feel like he could have a yeah. pretty good game. Obviously, Diggs is Diggs, but Cole is Cole. I'd also like to say that he's got some balls. He tweeted out that he's going to have a, a new track release like during the storming of the Capitol last week. So <laughs> that, No I, shame. That was, just, I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. He's like, everyone's on Twitter right now. It's <laughs> a good talk against him. That's true. I didn't consider that part. That was a... If you move your album releases for Drake, like when he drops, you should probably move your album release for like a siege. Yeah, I'd say so. It's a good rule of thumb. Oh my god! Okay, well, okay, with that is said, it time? Showdown. Well, who, who was showdowning? Oh, oh my god, Lamar and J.K. Dobbins. We do this twice. Who, who do you want to do first, Lamar? Uh, no, we got to do we got to do J.K. first, and then Lamar will second. Okay. DK, you got to do this twice. You're going to moderate. All here. right, Craig, we'll do, this it. one's for J.K. Dobbins. It is showdown time. <laughs> All right, show so, me what you got. Looking at the trivia tiebreakers, I'm going to try and find a good one here. Okay, this is from Ben. What is the value in U.S. dollars and cents of the gold floating around in a bottle of Goldschlager? I actually always had wondered about this. It has real bits <laughs> oh of gold in it. Hell. You know how oh like uh, Sex Panther has real bits of Panther? Goldschlager <laughs> has real bits of gold, apparently. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Wait, I guess I have to look up the answer. Hi, Vince. Let me tell you right now, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> That's the but idea. we got to say it at the same time because we can't do the over under. Because once we someone says it, the other person gets to answer an over under, which is not fair. Can we ask any follow up questions or no? 
Yeah, no, fuck why not? No, no. I mean, you can ask, but I'm not going to answer. I don't I, know. Like, what does a standard bottle of that go for? <sighs> How much does Goldschlager cost? I don't know. Yeah, let me, I don't let me know. Google that like a real nerd. How much does <laughs> I did learn that Goldschlager means Goldschlager means gold beater. That doesn't help. Okay, so it's, this, according to Google, it's about twenty five bucks per bottle. So it's not okay. high end stuff. <laughs> okay. I, do, do you want to say this at the same time, Craig? Sure, man. All right, count us down, DK. Three, two, one. Go. Seventy four dollars and seven cents. <laughs> okay, so the actual amount of gold, and it's twenty four karat gold, little flakes of it, little bits of panther. Approximately 13 milligrams in a one liter bottle as of December 2020. This amounts to 78 cents on the Let's international go, gold bottle. Let's go, baby. Danny, how the fuck did you know that? Let's go, you baby. You said 70? I said 70. You said like 70 something. I can't remember. Impressive. That's what, yeah, as soon as I said four, I was like $4, I was like, nasty. Honestly, I based it entirely <laughs> off of the $25 bottle, which it can't be the word. Yeah. I mean, there's price margins. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'm happy that wasn't the Lamar one, although I'll probably no, lose that's Lamar. gold. I, re- no, I retroactively no. decide. No. Okay. So now we got to go for Lamar. Well, you got to pick that you're eating gold. Okay. So, all right. I'll take Gus. What's the, he's the same damn thing as JK. All right. DK, you got to give well, us first of all, false. question here. He is, that's not true. <laughs> okay. So this is a massive deal because the loser here gets RG3 <laughs> or uh, whoever the backup for the Bills is. Matt uh, Barkley. Yeah. Matt Barkley. There you go. Oh, this is a big deal. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. Jeez. Oh, sorry. Showdown time. <laughs> I'm like all depressed. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Okay. Okay, great. All right, let's do it. For Lamar Jackson. From Michael in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. And I apologize if I mispronounced that. Uh, what is the population of Scotland? Oh, my God. Wow. Boy, oh, boy. The population of Scotland. <laughs> You got what? Like, I really want to know, kind of like what your ballpark is for this. I <laughs> who's going first? Heifetz. I think we should say it at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Five Twenty-two million. million. Heifetz, what'd you say? I said five. Craig said twenty-two. Yeah. Dude, Heifetz, what the fuck, man? Damn He's it! Like right it? on five five million four hundred sixty-three thousand. Let's go! Let's <laughs> fucking. Okay, I take it back. I want Devin Singletary. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Dude, this is absolute horse shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Heifetz is like, I feel almost like he's cheating a little bit here. No, I swear. I, I swear I have not cheated. For the record, Heifetz did put these questions in the doc. Interesting. No, I no, no. Do not put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Do not put that evil on me. I have so right. the people so, who email in and they include the answers. I put into a different group of people a, a list of questions I only use for you two. I know, and the okay, ones that okay. have a link, I put. I believe you. Remember when Craig said if he lost two in a row, he would retire? Yeah, I'm not going to retire. <laughs> Maybe I'll wait for the third one. So I'm going to pe- RG3 is on IR. So <laughs> right, forgot about the Trace McSorley. Oh, there! Oh, T- Trace McSorley's on IR too. It's Tyler Huntley. Yeah, no, I'm doing Matt. Ba- I'm gonna do Matt Barkley, and maybe Josh <laughs> Allen will pull a hammy. Oh, oh my god. god! Poor Craig. That was a <laughs> that was a very important trick question. Well, that was huge. Thank you, Scotland. Forever, forever a fan of Scotland. You're never going in the burn book. 
Okay. Wow. Browns Chiefs. I am deflated. <laughs> that's okay. tough. You're like Tom Brady's footballs. Okay. Browns Chiefs, that's the first game on Sunday. Uh, do you guys have anybody in Kansas City? I have Travis Kelsey. I've got Tyree Kill. I got nobody. I want Kelsey because he's Kelsey and he's really good at football. What about you, DK? I mean, that's, yeah, that's the basic gist of why I picked Hill. Um, I also, not to, oh, and I actually also have Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I did not, I forgot to put him in the dock, but going with this guy. <laughs> you just forgot Patrick about Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes? He's yeah, easy to forget. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty good. He's, he's a forgettable the guy. most expensive player on the slate. Just going for it, 9,200. Uh, and I wanted the Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes stack. Going up against the Browns, who just gave up 500 yards to a derelict version of Ben Roethlisberger. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously that was like game script related, but I just have I have good confidence, in Patrick Mahomes. I think this offense is really, really explosive. Cheetah is a pretty good nickname. What is Patrick Mahomes' nickname? Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't need a nickname. It's Mahomes. Damn it! It kind of goes against my whole like the whole trend here, but that's fine. Anyways, yes, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill going for that stack. Uh, the Browns have given up the eighth most fantasy points to fantasy receivers this year, so I like it. Yeah, the and the Browns, I mean, bless their hearts for winning last week, but the, they got... <laughs> bless their hearts. It's like, <laughs> they got Denzel Ward and um, Kevin Johnson off the COVID list, which was huge because the guy who was started last week actually went on injured reserve. He's out for the season, so if they didn't get Ward and Kevin Johnson back, they'd be screwed. But imagine coming off the COVID list and then having to go against Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey in this Chiefs offense. Like, it's a nightmare. And I, I just think that, I think Travis Kelsey is going to be the main beneficiary. I was looking at his numbers. You know, basically the worst game he's had all season? Well, it was like three catches for 30 yards. Other than that, his worst fantasy performance is three catches for 70 yards. That's his second worst game of the season. Yeah, he's like Jeez. Devontae Adams. The floor is unbelievable. So I just want Travis Kelsey on. I just want, to, I just want him on the team. Same deal with Tyreek Hill, actually. I, I wrote this down. Hill has double-digit targets or at least one touchdown in eight of his last nine games. He's like, his floor is really solid, too. Do you see any way the Browns can actually slow the Chiefs down? Because I kind of, like, I want there to be one, but I don't see it. I mean, like, the only thing I can think of is the Chiefs have been playing kind of down to their opponents over the second half of the year. They're, you know, they're, they've had, I want to say, like, nine games that ended up with, like, a one-score game or whatever. They haven't really been blowing people out of the water. Um but at the same time, I think this is the game where they kind of get it all together and, and, and do their thing. But, I mean, I kind of thought the same deal with last week with yeah. the Steelers. So, we'll see. Jeff Schwartz pointed this out on Twitter. He's the brother of um, Mitchell Schwartz, the Chiefs right mm -hmm. tackle. The Chiefs are averaging 38 points per, points per game after a bye with Kansas with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, 38 points go. per game. I That's like nice. That. The Andy Reid bye stuff is, is big. All right, Craig, do you, have any, do you have any Browns? Do any of you guys have any Browns? Yeah, I have Jarvis Landry. What about you, DK? I have Nick Chubb. I also have Nick Chubb. And I have Jarvis. Yes. And I have, sorry, not Jarvis. I have Rashard Higgins and Nick Chubb. Mm. So we're, I, we're thinking the same thing, right? The Browns got to run the ball to win this game. Like, they got to control the yeah. game with Chubb. And I mean, he's I think it's good. like, that's their, that's the, the foundation of their offense. That's their whole identity on offense is they got to run the ball. You know, if they can manage to keep the game close or within like a run, uh, uh, not a run, <laughs> If they can keep it within a score or two, then I think that they'll be in good shape and then they'll continue to do that, you know, the play action game a little bit, but mostly just trying to run the ball with Nick Chubb. I don't have to convince you really to to go with Chubb. I mean, he's like the best running back in the NFL, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. And then Higgins is like my Chubb insurance because if the Browns mm. don't actually end up running a bunch, if like the throw a bunch and Higgins is just really well priced. But Craig, you went with Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis has just kind of been Baker's guy. The last five weeks of the season, Landry was the wide receiver 14. 
He had 92 yards and a touchdown last week. Seen a lot of targets at the latter half of the season. You know, obviously, I think this is going to be negative game script, and Jarvis seems to be Baker's guy. He's uh, Jarvis is good. He is. Yeah. Jarvis is good. He's been good. Okay, so... You guys got to do a showdown. Yeah, we got to do the showdown. Okay. Craig, you got to pick it. Craig, you got to do the, the intro first, though. Right, right. It is showdown time. <laughs> what did you think I said last week? Why didn't we workshop this? <laughs> we have, This is mid-workshop. This is the workshop. Oh, wow. This is a really good question. Hopefully, this is Googleable. I'll ask it. If it's not, we're going to cut it out of the pod, and no one will know. Okay, this question is from Emily. The Cheesecake Factory entree with the most calories is the pasta napolitana. The entree, <laughs> the entree with the least calories is the white chicken chili. What is the difference in calories between these two items? Mm. Oh, my God. So, you Google the cheesecake me- menu, Craig. Yeah. Pasta okay. Napolitana. I I have a thought. <laughs> Sounds heavy. What's the most absurd amount of calories an entree at a regular real restaurant could have without just like people just like rising up against it? <laughs> um, don't answer that. Don't answer that because I'm using that as part of my answer here. Um, yeah, don't you remember the Bloomin' Onion at Outback Steakhouse <laughs> was like the highest caloric intake ever or God something crazy? Damn it. Okay, I have the difference. I, I have my number, DK. All right, you go first. Well, I thought we were going to stay at the same time here. Yeah, do same time. All right, fine. Three, two, one, 2,000. Two th- I was going to say 2,200. Okay. Heifetz wins again. Uh, oh, it God. is 1,725 calories. Oh, so yeah. the chicken chili is, the, is really bad. So the pasta napolitana has 2,310 calories. And that's the it? white chicken chili has... Yeah, and that's a lot. That's a, that's that a is your whole day. day. I know that's a lot, but I was thinking it was going to be more absurd. That's like 3,500 in my mind. <laughs> right, and the white chicken chili has 585. Okay. I was thinking it was like 2,500 and like 500. You know yeah. what, though, DK here? I think you could, I mean, I, I think Kareem Hunt could have a better game than Nick Chubb. I know. If this and, gets really game script. Yeah, this know. isn't exactly a terrifying one to lose for you. This is, no, it's not yeah. exactly Matt Barkley. <laughs> I thought this through. I thought this through. I'm I'm going For I'm definitely sake. going with Cream Hunt. And there's a good chance that I mean he's been getting all the goal line stuff. Like for whatever reason, they put him in when they're in like side the twenty yard line, side the ten yard line. They've also used him in the passing game a lot more. So yeah, yeah. I don't feel that bad about Cream Hunt. He is significantly cheaper. Two thousand bucks cheaper. Hyvis is three and oh. Let's move on there to Buck Saints here. Damn Who it, do you Hyfitz. guys got? DK. All right, so I got a few Saints. Incorrect. I only have one Saint. Flex. <laughs> Taysom Hill. <laughs> Taysom Hill's a good one. I, I'm, I'm, I think that's a terrible pick, but I also think it's a great pick, and I'm really Thank jealous you. of it. That's what like, I, I wish I thought of it. <laughs> uh, I have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. What's up? I have Michael Thomas. I wanted to stake Michael Thomas from Craig again. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Dude. It's looking like that's going to happen again. <laughs> I like either Manning. A 3-0, I'm going to go 4-0 in the playoffs. All right, DK, give us your Taysom Hill pitch. Basically, I just said, fuck it. I, I wanted to go for like the, the gusto on my <laughs> So did Sean spot. Payton. Um, Sean Payton I'm did the hoping, same thing. I'm just hoping Hill gets in on like a goal line package or two. Maybe I'll get lucky. He throws a TD pass or catches like five sure. passes. I don't know. You never know with this guy. You never know with Sean Payton what he's going to do. Just feeling a little saucy. The other thing I wanted to mention, going along with my great nicknames trend here, I wanted everybody on my team to have a great nickname. Taysom Hill might have the best nickname of all, and I'm stealing this from Ryan Clark on NFL Live. 
you remember how we we and, and Sean Payton has compared him to Steve Young. Um, we've talked about how the Steve Young career arc is like somewhat similar. Like Steve Young didn't really do anything until he was like 30 years old in the NFL. Ryan Clark came up with this. Taysom Hill is Steve old. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the fucking greatest. Steve old. <laughs> I will not take credit for it, but it is Steve funny old. as hell. That's yeah. good. That's so, like the rest yeah, of the it's like a rest yeah, of Steve Holt. Steve Holt. The other thing I wanted to mention about Taysom Hill, which I found when I Googled him one time and found this on Wikipedia, he was named, his parents named him after the Taysom Rotary Park in, I believe it's in Salt Lake City or something like that. Um, is, that a, is that a trivia fact you're giving us? Wow. Taysom, Taysom Rotary Park. What, what is a Rotary Park? City of Pocatello. <laughs> so wherever okay. Pocatello is. That um, sounds like Hollywood Brown's nickname. That's Pocatello Idaho. Pocatello Brown. Idaho, not Utah. Sorry. Um, I didn't know where Taysom Hill was from. Anyways, Taysom Rotary Park, which I'm guessing is where he was conceived. Otherwise, I have no fucking clue why you'd name him after <laughs> Taysom Rotary Park. <laughs> throwing stuff out there. Okay. All right. So <laughs> just assuming he was conceived. You Google a picture of this park and tell me why else they would name him after this park. It's probably a good guess. It's just a very generic <laughs> park in Pocatello, Idaho. All if anybody right. knows the Hill family, if we could find out why he was named that, that'll be a trivia question. Yeah, don't ask where he's conceived. That's none of our business. It's neither here yeah, nor there. <laughs> that's not something you ask people, maybe. I don't know. But if they just happen to tell you, then... Okay, anyways, before we get fired, uh, Craig, you have Thomas and Kamara going out there on a limb. Yeah, Kamara's Kamara. I don't know. I don't really have to say much. Week 16 and week 18, <laughs> Alvin Kamara set career highs and in, in carries. He had 22 carries in week 16, career high. Then week, and then he had coronavirus. And then week 18, the wild card round, he had 23 carries, career high. Um, so they're really leading on him right now. And obviously he's Alvin Kamara. With Michael Thomas, you know, he's still kind of cheap. Fifth most expensive wide receiver. He's probably still top two, three receiver in the actual league. Um the Bucs are a big first-half team. Bucks put up a lot of points. They're number one in the league in first-half points. And Michael Thomas, in 2019, led the NFL in targets when the Saints were trailing by seven or more. So, you know, either way, I, I think Michael Thomas can have a good game. But especially if the Saints get down big early, um, I like Michael Thomas a lot. Yeah, the, there, there's so many reasons to like Michael Thomas. Obviously, broke the catches record last year. And, like, you know, he's just was this unbelievable fantasy force when healthy. I don't care about any of that. The real reason is that I don't think there's an NFL player who's more obsessed with the last dance than Michael Thomas. Maybe Mitchell Trubisky. But, like, Michael Thomas has just taken on the Jordan persona. Like, he's trying to be Michael Jordan. If you follow him on Twitter or Instagram, he just see like, like I just so believe that he's going to come through in the playoffs because I think he's been thinking about it ever since March. I love it. Let's showdown for him. Because <laughs> yes. I'm going to lose him. I'm, I'm uh, happy for, for you that you get Michael Bowl. Thomas. All right. It is showdown time. <laughs> the penultimate showdown of the episode. Okay. Let's All right. So let's take a look at our list here. I like this one from Emily. How many states in the United States have more cows than people? <laughs> God damn. Wow. This okay. is great. Heifetz is going to nail this too. I know it. How many I'm U.S. Counting. states there have more cows than people? And I'd love for you to name them. If I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to write them down so that I name them. Okay. You're going to write down the physical states' names? Yeah. What? I think bonus points if you get them right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I look up the United States a map? I've got... Yes. I, yes. I, I, Hold on. Don't, don't give me the answer yet. Don't give me the answer yet. 
Craig is going to look up the United States. While you guys are doing that, I wanted to bring this <laughs> As up. As if that's going to help. I Googled Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know how Pro Football Reference has, like, all the NFL players' nicknames that no one's ever fucking heard them yes, say? I do. Do you want to know some of Patrick Mahomes' official nicknames according to PFR? Yeah. I've never heard any of these. Showtime? Magic <laughs> Man. Magic Man. I think I've heard somebody say Showtime Mahomes. Showtime Mahomes. Magic Man Mahomes. The Musician? I kind of like that. Fat Trick? Fat Trick? Fat? Like, they're calling him Fat? Why is he I fat? I guess so. He's not that He's not fat. I don't know. Uh, okay, the, I'm ready. The Gunslinger and Mahome Boy. I've never heard any of those, to be honest with you. Mahome like, Boy. I like, the, I like the musician, though. Anyway, so, so Heifetz, you're ready. Craig, you're ready. So you guys just keep it in your head. You don't have to say it. Just don't cheat. Heifetz, you go first. And you'll give me the number first. Craig will give me his number. I got eight. I was going to say seven. Danny has eight. Craig has seven. The answer is nine. Oh, Damn it. Can I, can I name the nine? I almost my initial thought was 11. Undefeated. Okay. Can I say, I hear the ones God I think it. it is. I think it's Wyoming, Arkansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Nevada, Montana, Idaho, South Dakota. I left off North Dakota, which was stupid. That would have been nine. It's not uh, Arkansas. Is Texas on there? I couldn't figure out. I figured there's too many people. No, no, no. Texas is not on there. There's like several of the nation's like most populous cities in that state. I, I tried to think of states that didn't have major, major, like multiples, major cities. Uh, what are the, yeah, what yeah. Are the states, TK? Okay, so the U.S. states, according to Vox, is are Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Okay. There we go. All right, so Heifetz is undefeated. What the fuck? <laughs> I get Michael Thomas. Craig, what are you going to do? No Darnell Mooney for you this time. Well, so it's not too bad. I can have Mike Evans or Antonio Brown. Oh, there you so go. Evans is interesting because Evans has basically never had a good game against the Saints. His career average is like 83 receiving yards per game. Against the Saints, it's like 50. And against Marshall and Lattimore, it's even lower. The last time they played the Saints in week nine this year, he had 64 yards, four catches. I know, and he's got the knee thing, Lattimore. I might take Antonio Brown, but I don't know if I'm getting too cute with that. And just like, hey, why don't you just freaking take Mike Evans? Antonio Brown had three targets last week. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to do Mike Evans. All right. Can I give you guys my not take too, on not, this game? Not shabby. This Saints-Bucks game, obviously everyone's talking, this is like the oldest quarterback matchup of all time. Drew Brees and Brady, they're like 43 and 42. I feel like this game's going to come down to Will Lutz. He's missed four of his last seven field goals. And he missed an extra point this week. <laughs> it's like, I just feel like this is going to be a Will Lutz game. Wow. Will Lutz. How old is Will Lutz? He's 26. Kid's young. But Taysom Hill, also Taysom Hill's fumbled seven times, which I feel like is relevant. So DK, you go, DK. It, it, don't forget that it's possible DK gets negative points in this. It is, it's on the table. Okay, so talking about Bucks players, I now have Mike Evans. And besides that, I have the Bucks D. I have the Bucks defense also. I'm literally the only, re basically the way I do FanDuel lineups every week is I don't even look at defense. I get the players I want. <laughs> yeah. And then whatever D is available, I grab it because it's the playoffs none of these defenses are going to do anything. Yeah, that was that was sort of my exact sort of uh, strategy here. They're cheap, which was attractive to me. Um, Second cheapest. Yeah, the seventh, seventh out of eight teams, and they're playing Drew Brees, who is right. 42 years old, 41 years old, and, you know, he's, just, he's, not, he's no Tom Brady. The other thing I was going to say is the other choices in this price range are defenses that are playing Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Aaron Rodgers. You do the math. I'm going with the <laughs> team that's playing Drew Brees. So I'm going with the Buccaneers. But Craig, I guess we have to do a freaking showdown. 
Wow. And we're, the loser gets the Browns defense? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, the loser great. gets the Browns against the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Okay. I've been right. really off on these. I've been, I haven't been that off, but Heifetz has just been pinpoint accurate. Heifetz is locked in. Yeah, I, I, I got pretty close on a lot of these. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Showdown time. <laughs> this is from Peter. <laughs> Peter. How tall is the tallest building in North Korea? By feet, stories, oh, stories what are we doing? by stories. Stories? I can't remember ever hearing a okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and help Craig here. Actually, go ahead. Let's let's do this, Craig. Let's just uh let's throw it out here. Mm. Are we gonna say it at the same time? Did do you have a number in do you have a number in mind? Yeah. All right, three, two, one. Twelve. I was gonna say twenty-three. <laughs> no, it's hundred and five. Hundred and five? They've an- got a tall one. I thought this question was tricking you into thinking there's like some mandate where you can't have any tall buildings. Me too. No, it's an unoccupied hotel that is, is the largest unoccupied building in the world. This is so dumb because I've actually seen video. I've seen like a documentary about this building and it's like super creepy and the documentarian or whatever goes in and like there's no one in there. Yeah, it's, uno- yeah, it's, it's completely like, abandoned. What? It's a cool looking building from the outside, yeah. but that must be haunted totally, inside. Just a- God, I totally forgot about that. I was, Is I was that really worthy of an entire documentary? It, well, the documentary well, was an empty hotel. Uh, it wasn't about the hotel. It was just about going oh. into North Korea and how it's very hard to get like media oh, credentials to go into that country right. and all that. So it's like, Anyways, I totally forgot about that. I, I thought this was a trick question, and there was like some, like Craig said, there's no, just no tall buildings there. <laughs> so Shit. the one trivia I question I, win, I won though. today, you won, so congrats, I have the Browns. The one trivia question I won today was to keep Robert Tunyon, which is probably the least impactful one. I lost the Bucks D and now of the Browns. I lost Michael Thomas and now of Mike Evans, and I lost uh, Lamar Jackson and got Matt Barkley. Maybe if cows had been doing <laughs> it instead Bar- of people, you would have done better. Maybe. Oh good. All right. I just want to say thank you forever to the people of Scotland, all 5.3 million of you. I really just, mm. just, you're, you're all just very special to me, but especially Michael in Glasgow. Okay. So now that Craig is definitely going to lose this whole thing we're doing, should we discuss the actual punishment we're going to do? Are we actually going to do this or is this just throwing this on the pile? Well, of ideas? We got an email from Alec, and Alec is the reader who came up with fantasy entropy, mm. okay. which we used a lot. We use a lot now. Thank you, Alec. Alec wrote, Hello, gentlemen. I've got a proposal for the loser of the playoff competition, which is a twist on the 999 idea where you do nine hot dogs and nine innings of baseball and nine beers. He proposes the Alvin Kamara 666. (laughs) You rewatch the Christmas Day six touchdown miracle. And during that time, you drink six beers and you eat six servings of mac and cheese, which is Alvin Kamara's favorite food. Seems like a fitting way to send the season off and exercise. Six servings? That's a lot. 666. First of all, I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to bring that game into my memory ever again. That's, I think that's great because I've is. had some issues with punishment. cheese recently. It's terrible for me. You lost the Camara touchdown that game. It's terrible for you. But we're not going to do it realistically. It's probably going to be Craig. So, what do you think, Craig? <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit. Why didn't we propose this before last week? Why is it now that I'm in last? We got to do this, and I have Matt Barkley now. It's a good, uh, it's a good question, Craig. Whoops. It's a great idea from Alec. I don't mind it. Um, I would do it if I lost uh, fairly. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's pencil it in. I don't know. Yeah, we'll pencil sure, it in. Sure. We'll pencil it in. We'll discuss. Okay. So let's wait. Let's go through our teams and read how much money you got left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't lose. So I actually got my team. I have exactly zero dollars left. I have 
Lamar, wow. I have Nick Chubb, I have J.K. Dobbins, I have Michael Thomas, I have Cole Beasley, I have Rashard Higgins. I went two tight ends. I went Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, and then a hmm. defense, I've got the Rams against the Packers. Interesting. I have $3,200 remaining in my lineup now. Um, <laughs> Holy crap, 3200 Yeah, it was 200 when I came into this stupid game. Uh, let's see. I got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, Kareem Hunt. And uh, Devin Singletary at running back, Robert Woods, Marquise Brown, Tyree Kill at receiver, Tyler Higby at tight end, who I lost, or I lost the Robert Tunyon sweepstakes, Taysom Hill at flex, Taysom Rotary Park, uh, Pocatello, Idaho, and then Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers as defense. I have 3,200 left. Not ideal. I'm basically just banking on it. I just have one less player than you guys because of Matt Barkley, so I'm hoping that I can really yeah. kind of excel. You know, it's not... It's, it wouldn't be a miracle. This stuff has happened before. Sure. You just need Kamara and have a good game. Like, that happened two right. weeks ago. All right, so I have $3,900 remaining, and my team is <laughs> oh <my> Matt Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part is you have to pay money for Barkley. $5,100 for Matt Barkley. Hilarious. It's like the same amount I'm paying for Cole Beasley. But the rest of my team, not terrible. So Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, Jarvis Landry, John Brown, Robert Tunyon, Gus Edwards in the Browns. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's absolutely. Now you know how it feels. I had, to have, I had to watch the Titans defense against Lamar last week. Oh, God. This is absolutely beautiful. If Matt Barkley gets a single point, you guys got to like, <laughs> you guys got to have one beer and a I'm happy to apply like a five-time multiplier to anything Matt Barkley does. I will like. <laughs> you want to put that in writing? <laughs> no, it's a podcast. I'll just say it out loud. All right, guys. All right. This was great. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, DK. Thank you to everyone who sent in trivia questions. Ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com. Send more in. It's a lot of fun. Thank you again. Thank you, Scotland. And thank you, Lord. Lord. I'm going to say thank you to the Longest Johns, the Sea Shanties. Are you guys getting into these Sea Shanties this week or what? What? DK, did you just speak Spanish? I, don't, you, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. What the hell are you saying, man? <laughs> you guys haven't been on Twitter for the last like four or five days. Sea Shanties are taking over. I don't know what, what you're talking about. What is what is what what is a sea shanty? <laughs> that sounds like the name of a like a like a place in SpongeBob. <laughs> it does actually. <laughs> yes, like next to Weenie Hut Jr. So I googled them and it says I can't believe you have sea shanties are everywhere on TikTok. Here's why. Yeah, Craig, where are you? You're the TikTok guy. Well, maybe I've heard them, but I don't know it's them. I don't know. Okay, so real quick, I'll just tell the story. Sea shanties are like an old from like the 17, 1800s, like sailors would sing them while they're doing their manual labor on the on the boat. And they okay. they like blew up this week on TikTok and Twitter because this one guy in Scotland, hey, one of the 5.4 million people in Scotland, he created, he, he sang a, a sea shanty. And then on TikTok, you can like harmonize with other people. And so like all these people did different, like they added like the baritone, the tenor, the bass, and created like this incredible harmony on this sea shanty. And it's amazing. And I can't, I honestly cannot believe you haven't seen this because it's been Can we drop this at the episode, Craig? <laughs> I don't know. What are the copyright rules with that? I, I, don't I have no really idea. idea. I really it's don't your, know. I don't um, know. Figure out who will get sued. I don't know. <laughs> regardless, you should look it up. It's great. Sea shanties. Uh, I can't, I really honestly can't believe you haven't seen this because it's been everywhere. All right. Thank you, sea shanties. We'll see you guys on Monday. <laughs>